on this broadcast of the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show are those of the co-host and guest and do not necessarily reflect those of our affiliates. The topics and opinions on today's show should not be considered as medical, psychological, or professional advice. Take 12 Radio is not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. Thank and now, God. here's your host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Monty Man. No, I ain't gonna lie to you. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're all the same. Saved by grace is the name of the game. Turn around, hit the ground. Time to lay your burden down. Lay it down, lay it down. Just lay that thing down. Just put it on the ground right now, Tony. It's done. This is a Take 12 Recovery Radio Show with Denver Wolf. Howdy. Denver Wolf. Morning. Tony J. Good morning. And Marvar, who's not here, who's in Medford, Oregon. What's he doing down yeah, in Medford? He He's doing? buying medication on a Ford. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> Medford. I, that sounds like a good time right there. I, right? <laughs> medication and a Ford. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a song. I, I bet he's down there recording something. Probably. Ooh, could be. Could I think, be. I think so. So Marvin's not with us this, this week, but we love him, <laughs> and uh, he'll be back next week. Um, and before we talk about anything, topic or anything, I just re- want to remind the listeners, because some people don't know this. I got an email this week from somebody who did not know this. We have several different kinds of shows here at Take 12 Recovery Radio and KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, so Monday's show is our main show, t- the Take 12 Recovery Radio show, which actually is called Open Forum. The Great Reality. We haven't used that term in a long time. But that's, that's what I'll say. I never knew that. That's, that's kind of the, <laughs> the name of it. Um, and then Wednesday, every other Wednesday, we have the Victory Report where we interview the men and women of uh, Teen Challenge of Arizona Woo-hoo. who share their Woo-hoo. experience, strength, and hope as it relates to overcoming <laughs> life-controlling issues. And then every other Wednesday that we don't do that, we, <laughs> we try our best to get specialty interviews, authors, clinicians, on 12 steps and that kind of thing to uh, come on and share their story, uh, entertainers, whatever. And then on Friday, we have a show called Entitled to Overcome with certified alcohol and drug counselor level two, Mr. Dave Fleming. Dave. Where we talk about solutions for life today. There you go. And then we try to post uh, some oldies but goodies like uh, walking through the 12 steps, 12 traditions, and uh, uh, the 12 steps in our personal relationships with Caroline Preston. And, and we, we try to give you some of those on, on occasion on on Tuesdays and Thursdays if we can get around to it. Mm. Um, but you can listen to all those shows and the archives of all those shows by going to take12radio.com on your internet dial. <laughs> <laughs> 
They can also listen to Cecil, too. And they can listen to Cecil. And Cecil's got an album coming out called Cecil Sings. <laughs> oh, boy. Looking forward We're to that. We're all anticipating that. Watch it be Billboard's number one. People are saying, people are saying, well, that's money that I'm not going to spend. <laughs> you don't have to because it's going to be free. It's free. Yeah. <laughs> that's something I'm not going to download for free. <laughs> I bet you James will. He loves Cecil. Ah, oh, Cecil is <laughs> Cecil's great. Uh, anyway, so there, there's all that, and we are on <clears throat> we are on several uh, broadcasting platforms. Podomatic is one of them. Mm-hmm. iTunes is another. You subscribe on iTunes. Uh, an app, a thing will come up on your phone. It says, you know, there's a new episode. You just subscribe on Podomatic. A little number will pop up. It says there's a new episode. So we're on YouTube, Podomatic. We're on iTunes. We're on WordPress. We're on Link- LinkedIn. All social networking platforms. Just uh, busy, busy, busy. Busy, 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 busy. All accessible at take12radio.com. Wonderful. There you go. Uh, the uh, topic this week is pain and anguish. The idea for this topic came from our own Denver Wolfie. And yeah, yeah, I'd like to comment on that. Yes, <laughs> please I'm, do. I'm going through some pain and anguish. And then I are did, you? I, are you really? I am. <laughs> and I, I just I've done a little research on it, and I realized already that anguish is different than pain. Yeah, you bet. So you bet. It's a wonderful topic. So it has been said in the circles of the twelve step fellowships that uh, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. Uh, that may or may not be true. We'll t- we'll talk about that. It definitely can apply in some areas of our life. That's for sure, um, because life's rough mm-hmm. and. It's going to be painful. Is it always something we have to suffer through forever? Maybe not. Maybe we do that, but we don't need to do that. Uh-huh. Maybe maybe we get a little hooked on doing that. I mean, sometimes whining and, you know, ripping each other up one side and down the other because we hurt so becomes something that's comfortable, and we may suffer for <laughs> I it. I know that Yeah, one. You know, I mean, so and we'll be talking about pain and anguish here in a little bit. Um, so I have a plea for people out there. Um, we have, um, we haven't received any donations from listeners in quite some time. We really need your financial support. If you value Take 12 Recovery Radio, we are, we have now entered into our 15th year. We're in our 15th year of broadcasting. Um, if you value this, it's always been free. We've never charged for any of these podcasts or to download them. Um, we really would appreciate a donation. We mm-hmm. need to pay our bills. It, it costs a little bit of money to do this every month. Yeah. And it's not a humongous amount, but it's not a small amount either. And we depend on the listeners' donations uh, because the only thing we ever promote or advertise is stuff that we believe is helping the recovery community. I mean, we're not, we don't advertise, you know, jellies and jams. Sne- sneakers. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't advertise, you know, tennis shoes or sneakers. Yeah. Or, you know, they, I mean, you know, and so anything that we do like that, we do out of the kindness of our heart to help promote those things that help promote recovery. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're not making any money here. We, we just want to pay our bills. Yeah. So the way you can donate is go to Take12Radio.com, go down to the bottom of the page and click on the Donate button, and I'll take you to a page where it says where you can write a money order or a check or, or, or use your credit card. Are we asking you for money? Darn right we are. <laughs> I'm going to apologize for that. 
15 years doing this stu- stuff without getting a paycheck, that's perfectly fine. Well, you're in the month, too, or getting into the months where it's like everything, the bigger bills. Everything, everything comes bills, due, the yeah. big stuff, the big mm-hmm. stuff. And we're not seeing anything right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had some wonderful sponsors who have come alongside of us year after year after year. And at the last minute, they come through. Hallelujah. But we're just praying, you know, this is God's thing anyway. So he's going to take care of it. But you receive not because you ask not. So mm-hmm. we're asking. Even Stay a dollar a listener. Amen. Yeah. Even a dollar a listener. If, yeah. if, if we had a dollar per listener, oh, baby. <laughs> We'd be able to take all our listeners out to pizza. I know. All 155,000 of them. <laughs> well, maybe not that much. <laughs> At least the bills would get paid. <laughs> so please prayerfully consider a donation. Uh, there's a couple of people that that have a reoccurring donation mm-hmm. of you know like you know five dollars here, ten dollars here, twenty five dollars there. But but those really help. You have no idea uh, how much they help us. So uh, no amounts too small. Mm-hmm. All right. So and that's very uncomfortable to talk about that stuff. But I, I, you have to. You just have to do that. Um, let's see here. What was the other thing? Oh, speaking of that, I want to give a shout out to Byron and Debbie Rop. They've done some things to help us continue our shows. And uh, they are the, the, the one couple that has most recently given us a donation. It's, it's not to the degree that it pays all of our bills, but it gives us a good Good push. Nice. Um, and I really want to thank them for that. They stepped up to the plate. They're members of our life group. And I was about to say I love them. Yeah, they're just thank really you, neat folks. people. Yes, thank, thank you thank so you. much. Um, all right. So uh, there, that is there. Zippity Stop job. right there. Ow. It's time oh. for Monty Man's Weekly Wine. The baby. <laughs> So when when our son purchased that amazing honeymoon, 28 years into our marriage, honeymoon vacation to go to Maui, um, and, and I say that, I, I want to make something clear here. We just asked for donations for the show, and I'm going to tell you about our Maui, uh, that we went to Maui. We did not, Take 12 Radio did not pay for that trip. I did get, <laughs> I did get a call from somebody. That, Are you serious? Yes. Oh, my God. I got an actual God. phone call. They were concerned. No, no. That money goes just to the station and the show. Our trip was paid for by our son, who, out of the kindness of his heart, knew that we had never gone on vacation together uh, uh, of anything other than going over the hill to the coast and that we'd always wanted to go to Hawaii and he paid for it. And uh, that was that. But, uh, But my wine... Is Hawaiian Airlines, <laughs> now they're a great airline, they really are, but they are very adamant in their paperwork that you be you check in three hours before your flight boards. Not an hour and a half like most mm. airlines, but Hawaiian is very adamant. It's underlined, it's in bold, everything else. <laughs> so we follow the directions. When you're in recovery, you learn to follow directions, right? It's what we do. It's what we do. So we spent the night up in Vancouver at my sister-in-law's house and so we could get to the Portland airport rather quickly in the morning because we had to get up very, very early, like 2.30 a.m. You had to be on time. We had to be on time. 
We get there, and every airline's check-in counter was beaming, and the lights are on, and people are in line, and everything, with the exception (laughs) of Hawaiian Airlines. That's why you fly Alaskan. (laughs) So Hawaiian Airlines, the lady goes, oh, they're right down there. I go, where? She goes, right down there, where there's... No lights. No lights. <laughs> no lights. The logo wasn't even lit up. And so we said, well, when do they open up? She goes, oh, they don't open up for another couple hours. I went, so an hour before departure? She goes, that's right. So we get there three hours early, and just like they told us to, oh. and they don't even open until an hour before they, they depart. That's like, horrible. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Did you speak to somebody about this? I was just about to ask that. Well, yeah. And right. so what we found out was they are adamant about that, but it doesn't apply for when they first open. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't apply. It applies all through the day and into the evening, but once they're closed, they're closed. And so, you know, so I guess if you think about it, unless they're 24 7, which they're not, it, uh, that they got to close sometime. And so. You can't be there three hours ahead of the time when they first open in the morning because no one's going to be there. So it makes sense. (laughs) But uh, I was not a happy man. Burn them down. No, no. Don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. Yeah. Fly Alaskan. Well, the couple who accused you, burn them down. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but we wanted to fly Hawaiian because it was Hawaiian. Yeah. I I realized the name sounds (laughs) wonderful. Yeah. But... Um. So there, there you go. Anything to whine about, you guys? I know Denver's a little whiny. I'm a little whiny. I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Mm. I am whiny about bug season, though. You bugs, should see me bugs, at live everywhere yesterday. I know she's going. Ah, I was so <laughs> jumpy and screaming through the whole thing. Bug season is oh. It bugs you. Yes. You should have heard the noise I make <laughs> each and every time. You should look out around the corner on the wall. <laughs> no, no, I saw those yesterday. They yeah. were come like flying right by me. That's why I kept making you dis- that <laughs> noise. You disturbed their homeland. Yeah, when I moved right? that thing, uh, they're harmless. They're called box something or others, box and it's beetles it's mating season for them, and yeah. so they're very <laughs> very active. <laughs> they're very happy. Yeah, they're busy. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. Um, there's just thousands and billions and billions of those suckers. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Bug, and bug, bug. now it's time for the Monty Man's weekly win. Really? Because we have to say something positive. <laughs> oh my! Yes, it's always good to add a little positivity. <laughs> Who started that? Marsha. <laughs> no, actually, well, Marsha and Heather. Um, and we're going to have Heather back on the show here pretty soon. We we had Heather on several months ago um, on a show called that we affectionately entitled The Confessions of a Codependent because her brother, who was an active addict who had just gotten out of prison, was moving on to her property. Mm-hmm. And she was discussing about her codependency issues as related to him and so forth. Well, we're going to get a progress report Wonderful here in uh, not too many weeks. And uh, have her on the show. Good. Um, but Heather and Marsh were like, well, if he's going to whine about something, he needs to do a win. Something that's nice. <laughs> and so Heather came up with the, the weekly win idea. Yeah. And so uh, my, my win this week is this. Um, 
Saturday, I got invited um, by an old employer, uh, Ralph Bruchel and his wife, Teresa, to attend a human trafficking symposium with the chief of police of Junction City, Bob Morris, uh, a couple of FBI agents, who, by the way, look just like Dana Scully and Fox Mulder. I'm telling you, they look like something right out You're of X-Files. you me, no. really? Yeah, she had the black sweater <laughs> and the white-collared shirt and the slacks. And oh, he, how funny. It, out of what? It, it was great. The X-Files. You ever watch the X-Files? Uh-uh. Okay, well, we'll watch it. <laughs> I'm um, have to Google it now. Anyway, they just look like FBI agents, right? It was great. How stuffy. Yeah, but no, they weren't, though. But, I mean, it was... They, they, they looked kind of like maybe the more kickback version of the FBI agent, but they looked very <laughs> FBI agent-y. But they were FBI. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the symposium about, was about human trafficking, as you may or may not know, listeners. Uh, the I, I-5 corridor <clears throat> between uh, Washington and about Grants Pass is one of the most heavily trafficked sex trafficking corridors in the nation. Oh, wow. It is huge. It's a huge problem. The thing that, that's that's a win for me on this was um, I had a painful experience leaving my last job, and and Ralph was my immediate supervisor, and uh, not a painful experience with him at all. He's just a great guy. But I hadn't really spent time with him since I had resigned that job, so it was really good to spend time with him and see him and fellowship with him. It was just really cool. Nice. Because you make... When you're when you're at a job for a while, you make these connections with people, and sometimes your immediate supervisor, you you can become close to and be become friends with. That was the case with Ralph and I, and it was just uh, it was like a little reunion thing. It was really nice, Excellent. really 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 nice to, to do that. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Um, I almost forgot to to share from the top nineteen. Things people have complained about oh, yeah. on their summer vacation. The, the, the <laughs> three of them. Right? Yeah, there's three of them. Three of them. Oh yeah, that's right. Three every <clears throat> week. So we did uh, 19, 18, and 17 last week. So here's uh, 16, 15, and 14. You ready? <laughs> Number 16. And these are actual complaints <laughs> that were given to hotels, travel agencies, that kind of thing that people had on their summer vacation. Number 16. We had to line up outside to catch the boat, and there was no air conditioning. <laughs> oh, my well. goodness. Outside. Outside. And no air conditioning. No air conditioning. <laughs> All right. Okie That one's off I wonder the if list. they complained about no air conditioning on the boat. No, that's not what they, they were They were upset. <laughs> While you're waiting in line. Yeah. <laughs> Number 15, when we were in Spain, Spain, there were way too many Spanish-speaking people there. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Lord, help us, please. The receptionist spoke Spanish. The food was Spanish. No one told us there would be so many foreigners. Oh, my God. So so many foreigners. Get on, get on the boat and sail away. Tell me about it. Wonder if there was air you, conditioning. There. You were in Spain. You were the foreigner, you knucklehead. All right, and here's here's number fourteen, the last one for this week. The brochure stated, "No hairdressers at the resort." Oh God. 
we are trainee hairdressers, and we think they knew that and made us wait longer for service. So they thought that, no. <laughs> that the resort knew that they were in training, so they decided to harass them by making them wait for hairdresser services, because don't you know they knew they were trainees? Yeah. Right? If that's not I, paranoia. I, I really can't even comment on that. That's, I know. <laughs> that's like so paranoid. Isn't that just wild? Yeah. You're not that important, hairdressers. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's like saying no McDonald's at the resort. <laughs> no McDonald's at the resort. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's just pretty crazy. All right. So uh next week we'll we'll do thirteen <laughs> thir- we'll do number thirteen, twelve, uh, and eleven can't of wait. the uh, I know. <laughs> can't wait. top nineteen complaints on summer vacation. All right. Uh we'll be back uh, right after this. Don't go away. Don't Turn around, hit the ground, time to lay a burden down. It's almost here! The 5th Annual Recovery in the Park, Tuesday, June 26th, from 5 to 9 p.m. at Monteith River Park, Albany, Oregon. This is a free family-friendly event with giveaways, hot dogs, cotton candy, snow cones, and live music featuring the infamous Soul Band and the powerful cardboard testimonies presented by the recovery community of Lynn County and surrounding areas. Local service organizations will also be represented. So don't miss this annual celebration of recovery. Tuesday, June 26th, 5 to 9 p.m. at Monteith River Park as we all come together for the 5th Annual Recovery in the Park. A presentation of Albany Celebrate Recovery. Sponsored in part by Take 12 Recovery Radio. Okay, without any fanfare or any fancy introduction, it's time for Take 12 Recovery Radio's Take 12 Trivia with the Monty Man. Sponsored by that award-winning magazine, The 12-Step Gazette. Visit their website at 12stepcassette.com. Now, Monty Man, just do your trivia thing. We're all so very <laughs> excited. Yeah, like really. No, I don't think so. Just, just do it. Just do it. Go ahead. Do it. Hey, <laughs> Cecil. Cecil got attitude I'm today. Sorry, Mars missing this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Cecil version of Bruce. Let's just oh, do this. Just get, get it over with. All right. So if. Uh, if you get it wrong, of course, the fluff machine comes out. If you get it right, we'll give you some um, we'll give you some laser laser sounds. Laser okay. Where are the bells? The, the bells are in my uh briefcase. I'm doing a sale here uh this upcoming week. Bell oh, sale. Okay. Bell sale. Bell sale. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring them back, though, as soon as I'm back. Okay. Some sounds and sound effects of this show are courtesy of Denver Wolf. Okay. <laughs> we all love sound. <laughs> all right. This is cacti trivia. Cactus. Oh. oh. Is that like a cactus? Yes. It's just oh. like. <laughs> I've never heard it called cacti. Yeah, that's actually the correct pronunciation. Oh. Cacti. If you're talking about um, plural. So it, it's a cactus if it's one. It's cacti if it's more than one. Ah. So look at all those cacti. It's not look at all those cactus. Because cactus, that would be crazy because that means just one. Look at all those cactus. That doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. It, 
It doesn't rhyme and by, well. And by the way, the new buzzword within many churches today, uh, may I say that I'm building a resentment? Uh-oh. The word is intentional. Oh. <laughs> I hate it. He went off about we, this yesterday. We need to be intentional. <laughs> when we minister to people, we need to be intentional. When we, when we take the gospel out to the world, we need to be intentional. When we serve the homeless food, we need to be intentional. Well, of course you need to be intentional, you moron. <laughs> you don't do it unintentionally. <laughs> and here's the one. We plan, we, our planning needs to be intentional. You just, you just repeated yourself. <laughs> intentional means planning. It means... <laughs> I'm sorry I called you a moron. I didn't call any particular person a moron. It's just the whole idea is moronic. Cacti. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did get done with my wine. I shouldn't have brought it back. <laughs> Cacti trivia. Cactus trivia. Here we go. In the average cactus, their relationship to water, do they indeed require less water than other plants? Yes or no? Yes. They require they they require m- oh, less more, water. Less water. Less water. What do you think, Denver? You, you know that's a baited question, right there. <laughs> they have a, a deep tap root <laughs> that requires water to keep them alive because they're full of water. So, do they need so, less than other plants? I'm gonna go with less. Just because they live in the desert. Well, it is a very tricky question. Uh oh. So I'm going to give you guys. <laughs> oh, we get both because there's a technicality. Oh yeah. I'm going to give you both. Yeah. Yeah. So the difference between water consumption of the cactus versus other plants is not that much different. The cactus simply has the ability to store more mm-hmm. water. Over time, ah. dispensing it to themselves as needed, unlike most plants that are not smart, cactus are nature's smart plants. Yeah, well, they live out in the desert, of yeah. course. <laughs> when, when it rains, you gather, right. you, you gather water and you store it. So they really use about the same amount. They just dispense it as needed, whereas most of your plants are dependent on you to water them right. or, yeah, or, the, or the weather in a place that it rains Every other day, or right. yeah, so they're the smart. They're, they're the smart plant. They're wonderful. They are. I love them, and they're not as sharp and prickly as you may think. Unless you grab some one. of them. <laughs> Unless you grab one, yeah, then you'll know. Um, yeah, some of them are, are pretty sharp. Okay, so uh, here's number two, and thank goodness you only have three this time. Here's number two: How long can most cacti live? And here are your choices. Ooh, I like this. Fifty years. <laughs> A hundred years or 170 years? Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Go ahead, Dan. A uh, hundred. What do you think? There? I'm, I'm, right. I'm going to up you 70. Yeah. 170. 170? Tony's right. Excellent. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's right. Yeah. Denver's, Denver gets You're that. Right. Yeah, some grow, uh, and some grow to be as high as 70 feet. They're beautiful. 70 feet tall. All right, here's your last one. How long can the average cactus that grows naturally in the desert go without water? Oh, God. Six months, one year, or two years? Uh, I'd have to say two because I don't think it rains much in the desert. Okay, never. I'm going with. Uh, 360 days. <laughs> One year? Yeah. 
Okay. Sorry, Denver. Denver's correct. I'm wrong? Yeah, they can actually go two years. Tony's correct. Wow. I hear tarantulas live in them. That's why I won't get one. Triantulas? Triantulas. 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 However you say it. Well, tarantulas can live in all sorts of places, including bunches of bananas. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never eaten bananas. Uh, I knew that you were going to say that. <laughs> um, they can also hang out in hamburgers. Well, thank God I'm quitting my job soon. <laughs> <laughs> or gnome gardens. No. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Suddenly I'm no longer afraid of spiders. <laughs> yeah. So um, where's my template? There it is. Okay. So uh, there we go. Well, Monty Man, I'm so glad you're done with trivia and you can get on with the topic now. I have a little bit of an attitude today. I'm in a little bit of pain and a whole lot of anguish. Anguish, Monty Man, anguish. So just get on with it. Sounds like Denver. (laughs) All right, pain and anguish is the topic. Um, If you'd like to comment on the shows or write in, you can do that by emailing us at take12radio at comcast.net. That's T-A-K-E, the number 12, radio at comcast.net. Or you can comment on the shows on Podomatic and um, or uh, subscribe. Any places where you subscribe to the shows, you can comment, YouTube, iTunes, whatever. All right, so here we go. Uh, Pain and anguish. It has been said in the circles of recovery that pain... Pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. Uh, and uh, we say that usually to people that whine a lot. You know, you know, we get that you're in pain. We get that for the last 20 years you've had a bottle in your mouth and you've lived on Skid Row and you've alienated your entire family and everybody's mad at you and you've been to jail several times and you look horrible and feel horrible. We get that you're in pain. We've been there too. But doggone it, you've been coming to these meetings now, a meet at three meetings a day for the last three years, and you're still suffering like crazy and whining and complaining about your day. Is that something that's optional? Are, have you chosen to do that? Mm-hmm. Um, are you willing to do the work so you can stop suffering? So I've heard that those comments said to people that were in pain and suffering. Or pain and anguish. Um, and we're really quick to judge people because we, but we really don't know their pain. We don't really know what's going on. There. So don't be so quick to say that to somebody. Something may be going on that you know nothing about. So tread lightly. Um, but let's look at the definition of pain according to Marion Webster's. Um, pain and we refer to pain in all sorts of ways, but this is the definition. Pain tends to be physical when we use the word pain. Usually localized physical suffering associated with bodily disorder, such as a disease or injury, uh, the pain of a twisted ankle. Also, a basic bodily sensation induced by uh, uh, a noxious stimuli received by naked nerve endings, Characterized by physical discomfort, such as prickling, throbbing, or aching, and typically leading to, uh, you, you know, adverse actions. I think things that, you know, ouch! Nala was out in the backyard yesterday, and we, we've gotten rid of all these blackberry briars out here. And there's some leftover little thorns, mm-hmm. right? She found one. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh. So she experienced, ouch! Oh, no. And 
for a few minutes, she was in pain. She left her paw, and then she was fine. <laughs> um, but she was experiencing she was experiencing what this definition would be referred to as a bodily sensation uh, that was noxious, and it was a stimulant stimulated her. Um, anguish, on the other hand, tends to be emotional and spiritual in nature. Uh, here's some examples: sorrow, grief, regret. It means distress of mind. It implies a sense of loss or a sense of guilt and remorse. Uh, for instance, a family united in sorrow upon a patriarch's death. So maybe grandpa has been the family's best friend and he passes away and the sorrow is so deep you cannot even express it adequately to each other. Mm-hmm. I think most of us have had at least one occasion in our lives where the sorrow Maybe we. I, I know how you what you went through when you lost your dog. Mm-hmm. That that was anguish. That was you just don't. There's no words. Yeah. Um. When we had to to uh, send Sakima off to the Rainbow Bridge years ago, when when Chrissy, the Studio Kitty, mm-hmm. passed away, it, it wasn't a long stretch of anguish, but for a few days, it was really, really powerful. Yeah. Um. Anguish suggests torturing, grief, or dread. It's very torturing. Yeah. Uh, The anguish that's felt by a parent of a kidnapped child, for instance. Woe is deep. Our inconsolable grief or misery. Uh, Cries of woe echo throughout the bomb city. That's an example. Regret implies pain caused by deep disappointment. Fruitless longing. So... It's 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 a nagging kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, and it's really hard to shake. Whereas pain tends to be something that seems to be sharp. less sharp. Yeah, it's sharp. It's like bam. Anguish can come up on us slowly, and then just kind of sink its teeth into us, and we're worried, and. We don't know the future, and our, our heart's beating fast, and all sorts of things are going through our head. So, Denver, share with us kind of why you came up with this topic. Uh, I got bad teeth right now. <laughs> it's pain. Yeah. All right? It's sharp. It's right now kind of things. Right. And I just, uh, I, I thought, anguish. Okay. I was going to do some research on this myself, but you know, I've been busy in the head about... <laughs> I've been in some anguish. You've been in anguish, yeah. Yes. Over I've, this. I've been in anguish about what's going to happen in my mouth. You it know. goes beyond the physical pain that it, the it, teeth problems are creating. It goes well beyond what actually the sharpness of the teeth right now is going through. So, I, I don't know. I just picked the topic and it, it struck my heart and it made me think about... Uh, I've had pains, you know, I'm getting up there in age and everybody has pains through Mm -hmm. this walk, especially if you've been in addiction, you may have fallen down and cracked a rib or two because I know I have. Yeah. But the anguish, uh, it just drags on and, and, uh, you know, I, I, we can blame the devil all we want because he likes to sit back and do nothing. And take while, credit. Yeah. While we anguish through all of this stuff that we put our mental self through. Yeah. The the anguish part of life is 
It's horrible. We will drag this out as humans. We will drag this out and worry and fuss and just make a horrible mess out of something that maybe is over with. Sure. The, to- the tooth pain is going away. All right? Right. It's it's the anguish of thinking about uh, thinking about it the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then I got to thinking about the anguish, uh, being in recovery, mm-hmm. the anguish I have put people through also. Mm-hmm. You know, Ooh, I, good point, I, good point. I, I have caused people anguish and worry and everything else. So, I don't know, the topic struck me and I just, yeah. I, it, it's real. The anguish that we put ourselves and most certainly others through. Is horrible, and I don't think that we've ever talked about this topic before. Mm-hmm. We've talked about pain. We've talked about the pain of relapse and disappointment yeah, yeah, and all that kind of yeah. thing. But but this anguish is because anguish can can happen when there's no physical pain, right? Uh, oh, correct. I mean the yeah. pain, the pain is uh, damage, whatever is long gone. The anguish that we hang on to. Yeah, or that we have caused, you know, which uh, other people will hang on to, also. Yeah, you know, I have family members that have anguished over my addiction. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it, it just it lingers so long and and causes more continual slow damage until there's a breakthrough of some kind. Correct. Right. Correct. So. I mean, when, when when you uh, and I'll use uh, my higher power, right? The anguish of my past is not nothing like what it was. I mean, it, it's got wonderful. I'm on a different plane than yeah. what I was. Doesn't mean that uh, the people that I caused damage to aren't still in anguish about it, right? But the healing with me. Has begun the anguish. I'll pick a little up. I feel sorry for myself. But. Do, do Do you think that anguish? I mean, it, it, we've got we've got a thing called concern, mm-hmm. which if 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 we feed it to the point where we're holding on to the concern and not giving it up to to God, releasing it, yeah, it can turn into worry. Mm-hmm. And then the worry becomes self-centered and kind of selfish because we're, we're we're taking it on ourselves when it's really not our business to take on. Yeah. And then it gives birth to anguish, mm-hmm. which is like worry on steroids. <laughs> yes, <laughs> until there's some kind of breakthrough. So I'm I'm just thinking, and I'm thinking of your example, Tony, of being at a job for how long have you been there? Uh, almost eight years. Almost eight years. Mm-hmm. Now, for some people, that may not be a long time because they may have been on their job for the last 20 years, yeah. whatever. But we're talking about a job that most people don't last a year. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the fast food industry, probably the fastest of fast food industries, mm-hmm. right? Um, the stress level in that industry is huge because labor laws are not followed. People don't get their... 
legal breaks. People certainly aren't paid what they're worth. Managers have their own idea about how things go. Right. It, 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 but you've lasted eight years. Yeah. That is a gigantic thing. And you've been struggling with being able to let go of that mm. and step into a new area of your life. So you have been in anguish over it for some time, right? Yeah. Which has caused, I think, ma the major health issues I'm going through now. Because anguish causes stress. Mm -hmm. Yes. And stress eats away at us physically. Mm -hmm. it, it puts undue stress on our metabolism, mm -hmm. on our thinking, the way we handle other situations. Eating, sleeping, everything. Right, right. But now you've made a decision yep. to say, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't even have another job right now. And most of the time we would say, don't leave your job until you have, have another, another job. job. But if the job you're in is causing that much anguish, it mm -hmm. may be time to say, you know what? I'm going to step on out on faith, trust God, and I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. Exactly. And mentally I've been more in a happy place knowing that. It's so that, a lot of that anguish has been lifted. Mm -hmm. We would refer to that as, you know, there's been a weight removed from your shoulders. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still have my other health issues to go, but like just mentally, right? it's like I'm just so happy. I can't wait. <laughs> and I'm wondering, as we watch you walk through this, because mm -hmm. there'll be some anguish in getting the new job. Oh, you yeah, know? Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll collect some right, anguish. Right, my, <laughs> right now, my anguish is like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? But right. I'm giving it to God, you know. But I'm, I'm, I'll bet you we start seeing some health improvements. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Because you, you won't have that. To bring me down. Gnawing at because one of the things on the definition was uh, it, it's a it, it, nagging, mm -hmm. nag, nag, nag. It's an it, it's a nagging thing. It's a dull wearing on your soul. Exactly, a long right? wearing. It, it's dull, but it's there, and it really wears on us. Amen. Yeah. So, I've anguished over amends that I needed to make mm -hmm. before. You know, what are they going to do? Are they going to receive it? Are they going to throw me out on my ear? Are they going to, you know, <clears throat> and uh, I think I think the amends that I probably anguished over the most were ones that I needed to make with people that I was very close to. The store owner that I may have ripped off, there wasn't there wasn't a, a friendship connection or anything like that going on. So it was more of a business anguish, if you will. <laughs> right, right. Um, the fear of going to jail, <laughs> that kind of thing. Oh, but, but when you have a fear <laughs> of losing a deep, long, lifelong friendship, mm -hmm. that can be extremely anguishing. And, you know, um, and, and so, I mean, there's all sorts of reasons why people go through anguish. Mm -hmm. uh, people that retire, people getting new jobs, people that maybe they're, they're they need to leave a relational situation because it is, abusive mm -hmm. you know even though that may be the right thing to do there can still be concern that turns to worry that turns to anguish that is very detrimental you know and stress doesn't know the difference between good stuff and bad stuff no so you can be all excited about something right mm -hmm. and be stressed out mm -hmm. yeah i'm going we're gonna go rafting down the river we're really really happy but what's really going on in you there's an element of stress there the thing is, we're having a good time, so it 
doesn't really turn to anguish until the raft bursts. <laughs> <laughs> until you're swimming. <laughs> until you're swimming. Without a life jacket. Yeah. And sometime in life, sometimes in life, we're going along just fine, and that's what happens to our raft, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we're at me- we didn't go from concern to worry to anguish. We're in anguish right now. Exactly. We're in panic mode. You know, what do you do? So what have you been doing, Denver? I mean, you've been going through this thing with, you know, you're going to have all your teeth in. You're going to get a new grill. There's really good news involved <laughs> a new, there. A I'm, new grill. I'm I'm anxious, you know. Right. And anxious is stressful. I'm I'm more. I don't like dentists. All right. Oh, I like. They, they, who who likes anybody to go in your mouth <laughs> and rave havoc? But but the other side of me is really anxious and excited about getting all this new chapter started in my life. Yeah. I wanted to add something for those of us in recovery. Making amends, I've made amends too quickly before. Oh, yeah. And that's not good. No. Because I don't hold my word and I I don't follow through with what I should be doing. But the whole hanging on to making amends, I lost a friend that uh, two weeks worth of anguish I went through on worrying about making an apology to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not so sure I lost him, but I just... I There's a distance? When Yeah. When you make amends, there's something relieving about that. The anguish goes away. Yeah. When you can finally say, all right, I'm sorry, let's mend this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, you know, people love that. They're going, all right, good. You're you're getting better, sure. You're you're working at making this relationship work again. So, some of the anguish that we go through waiting to make amends kills us. Oh yeah, it gets you alive sometimes. Yeah, I mean, sitting there worrying about saying sorry mm-hmm. because you messed up will eat you alive. Yeah, and part of the definition says uh, suggest torturing. It is torture. Mm-hmm. It is torture. Yeah, to to wait and to, and just dwell on that whole. Because you play every scenario in your head. Every single scenario. Every scenario. I'm running every bad picture I can through my head. And good pictures too. Well, yeah, yeah, but while you're waiting, I, I'm just. <laughs> I don't know. Ang- anguish is horrible. So how helpful is it when you're going through that to have somebody, some well-meaning person, come up to you and say? Stop thinking that way. <laughs> does, it, does it work? No. No. <laughs> or just get over it. It'll be fine. Just get over it. Yeah. No, just it, get over it. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't work. And uh, like I said, getting a relationship with Christ has helped me tremendously yeah. getting through this. So yeah. do I still suffer? Yeah. I, I'll pick up the the picture and run it through my head again and again and again right but having a relationship has tremendously helped me walk through this mm-hmm. so back to what i said in the beginning about folks that we perceive should be over it by now whatever it is <laughs> right and we, and we kind of touched on this with sticks and to- stones yeah. the episode of sticks and stones um, who are anguishing, who are in this grief or this trauma, and we're like, my gosh, you've been coming to this meeting for 14 Get years. Over Get over it. <laughs> Listen, more than likely, 
you're probably not their sponsor. More than likely, <laughs> you're probably not their their shrink or their nurse practitioner or their general practitioner. You're probably just somebody who's anguishing over their anguish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, huh? And, and you need to stop. <laughs> you, you, you need to really stop for a second and think, how helpful are you being? Maybe not so much. You know, going up to somebody and saying, you know what? I've noticed over the last several years, you are really hurting. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to know that it's okay. You know, and I'm really glad that you're still here. I wish there were more people out there like that. Yeah. I mean, it, we talked about how important it is to exhort people last night. Mm-hmm. We talked about to encourage people. And our tendency is to encourage people when they're in their greatest moments. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was great. You won that trophy. We're super proud of you. But what about encouraging people that are in anguish and saying, you know, I don't know what's going on with you. It's probably not my business, but I want to tell you that I love you and I'm really glad you're here mm-hmm. and not out there. I'm telling you, those kind of words, they speak life they're, into people's yes, lives. Yes, they're encouraging. Amen. <clears throat> so, is pain inevitable? Yes. Is suffering optional? Sure. But sometimes people don't know other options yet. Mm-hmm. They just don't. And maybe you're the person that can present to them some of those other options without being condescending and saying, one of the options is just get over it. Because sometimes that puts you in more anguish than you're already in. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah, you just reminded me that I've been it, trying to just get over it, and I can't. <laughs> Thank you. And now I'm pressure. More. <laughs> pressure. Pressure. Awkward. Yeah. Thick skin and tender hearted. We talk a lot about that. Um, so what is, you know, I'm asking the listeners here, What is, what are you anguishing over? What What is it that... That you're holding on so so tightly that it is just messing with your day, your week, your month, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, one of the best things that you can do for that is is stop listening to the voices that say just get over it, and start hanging out with people that you know love you and and and, and care enough to sometimes not say anything. Maybe mm-hmm. just sit there and listen. Exactly. Right. Give an ear. Right. Um, Denver, you may be in anguish, but you have really nice shoes on today. See, there you go. Exhortation. I've been looking at them through the whole show. <laughs> well, thank you. You're welcome. Isn't that sweet? I know. <laughs> and I gave him a hug. Yes, she did. She gave him a hug today. Our closing song this week is by Sam Allen of the group Sunship, spelled S-O-N-S-H-I-P. Ah, uh, their their website is sunship.band You can check them out on, on that site uh, So I want to tell you about these guys Sunship is a band of brothers in Christ From Texas that is committed to shining light In the darkest places Through their music and ministry While they have a heart to share God's love with all people They primarily exist to reach those Who have been affected by addiction Depression, anxiety, or any other struggle that thrives in darkness. They pray that what they do encourages and helps you along the road of recovery. Their debut album was released in 2017 and contains 12 songs based on the 12 steps of recovery. They are currently writing new content for their sophomore album and are excited to start sharing it with you soon. They want to share this vital scripture with you, and here it is, Ephesians 5.8. For you were formerly darkness, but now... 
your light in the Lord. Therefore, walk as children of light. And here is their song, Keep Coming Back. Mm-hmm. Getting clean is easy. Staying clean is hard. Riding out the waves of pain and staring at the stars. Feeling like you're drowning and the shore is awfully far. But you're alright, right where you are. You finally faced your demons, now you're facing all your fears. Feeling all these feelings that you haven't felt in years It's hard to see life clearly When you're looking through your tears Look around Cause we're right here Keep coming back, keep coming back You're not alone, keep coming back your home. I know it hurts, but it works if you work it. I promise you that, so keep coming back. Staring at the wreckage and the broken memories. You're haunted by Sam Allen of Sunship Band. Visit their website at sunship.band. Remember, my friends, when dealing with pain and anguish, pain is inevitable. It just is. It's part of life. But suffering is optional. 
Until next time, this is the Monty Man along with the Take 12 Recovery Radio family, and we're wishing God's perfect serenity for you. Bye-bye now. This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. She's a super cat, super cat, she's super kitty, meow. Ooh, kitty, 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 kitty.